Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power Your Life Radio Show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. And thanks for joining us today on Power Your Life. And I'm Joanne White. And it's always a pleasure to be here sending positive energy to the people in Hawaii and all across the globe. And it can be a difficult, challenging time for a lot of people where they're questioning what's going on in their lives, what's going on in the world, and what's going on within. And today we're going to focus on within ourselves because I think that's important and sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, that really helps how we handle our lives, the day, the world and everything in between and everything that we come up against. So I have a very special guest and her name is Laura Brennan Ballet. She's an ambassador of life empowerment, a global top-selling author, new thought creator and speaker a neuroenergy facilitator, a life transformational empowerment coach, and a global mindset energy coach for Xylo Studios. As the author of The Science of Empowerment, Laura is driven by the life force that circulates within all universal connectivity. The Science of Empowerment can begin your journey into self-evolution. Within this exploration of connectivity, empowerment is created. Laura's mission is to create an energetic connection to the new science of knowledge, personal and professional higher development, as well as activate a higher understanding within the human community. Applying the empowering J3 equals E formula to dissolve outdated negative patterns and to live your fullest potential. We're going to find out more about that. Laura's energetic ability activates this personal knowing that you are living your potentiality. Welcome, Laura. How are you? Thank you, Joanne. I am fabulous and honored to be here with you. I just enjoy spending life with other individuals uh, where it is such I think just an just an honor to work at waking up human potential and really creating a pathway for individual happiness. So I am just thrilled to be here with you. Thank you. Well, my pleasure. And you know, it is so important. It's a very special time that we do need to awaken to everything that's going on within us and beyond and you have so many ways to help facilitate that. So you have this great book, and I'm so pleased that I have it in my possession, so thank you. So firstly, tell us a little bit about how 
you began this journey and got into the science of empowerment. Yes, uh, thank you for that question because it's a, a tender share. Um, I remember being in our country home out in Litchfield County here in Connecticut, and my mom and I were talking about goals and dreams, and I said, one day I'm going to write a book and it's going to change the world. And so many of us have that aspiration, and then life gets in the way and it goes away. But I've never lost sight of that. But it did take some trial and tribulation and working through hardships and personal challenges. And one day I just began to write this book at the encouragement of my brother. And I always give a heartfelt acknowledgement to him and we'll go into that, but he is the genius behind the J3 equals E formula. It was the inspiration to diving into the science behind an empowered life. And I just, started slowly writing this book and it took me five years. I suffered um, an over, a year-long over-concussion in the beginning stages of writing this book. And, um, you know, it was one of those personal challenges where I was looking at it. Is this the universe telling me not to write the book? Is this just another reason or excuse to not go for that goal? You know, here life is once again asking, are you going to rise to the challenge and move through this hardship to do something that has really uh, been in my heart and in my desire since I was a young girl? And I moved through it, and I used the science of empowerment through that ordeal, through that hardship, and uh, came out with this book, and certainly am proud of it, but I don't take full credit. I believe that there are energies in this universe that support knowledge, science, inspiration, and they come through all of us in many ways. I think it's just what differentiates, say, someone writing a book or not, is how close to the line of alignment to following that real nudge that comes in through the universe. And I think that's the only differentiation. We all have it in us to create something empowering and masterful. And so I, I wrote the book. Well, I think that's wonderful. And, you know, many people want to do things, and like you said, life gets in the way. But when you have that passion and you have a very strong goal and a motivation, whether it comes internally and also from other means, it's really important to be able to pursue that, and that's and that's the differentiation. So let's talk a little bit firstly, not about the science yet, but what's your definition of empowerment, Laura? Hmm. For me, it truly is living not only up to the line of potential, but exploring what's behind it or beyond it. I really think to live an empowered life, you must be willing to challenge your limited way of being in this world and, and know that you have what it takes to get beyond that limited mindset or that pattern or that way of interacting with those thoughts within yourself. Um, it's an interior journey, absolutely. 
and I think to suspend all doubt. Uh, I do this pretty much on a daily basis. When anything comes in and there's that doubt energy attached to it, I use that as a mechanism to recalibrate the thoughts around it and empower the way I'm thinking and the way I actually um, would execute, you know, that said issue or challenge at the moment. So for me, an empowered life is definitely living to your potential and then moving that line even further and going past what you thought was your highest capability. You know, it's amazing because we we sometimes limit ourselves in terms of how we perceive ourselves. And, yes, we can move past that sense of self and, and really move beyond it into something that's incredible. But we have to be able to take that chance. And oftentimes our thoughts that are, plant, are planted within us, maybe from other people, from other beliefs, and we have to really be able to take a look at that, too, and discard the ones that no longer work. So what is the science of empowerment? <laughs> yes, again, um, the beauty of this book was based on a program that my brother, Chris Brennan, uh, created. He is a former USA gymnastics coach, and he has worked with Olympians as well as top-tier athletes around the world. And he was working mindset material well before the mainstream started, you know, using this lexicon um, of self-improvement and higher development and positive intelligence. And he and I would talk, um, obviously, for hours at a time, and we would really work our brain expansion capacity, and um, we were well into the superhero um, movies when we were growing up and truly thought we possessed the same powers to fly and change the world for the better. Um, we still do sometimes. It's quite funny. Um, but we, he used to just, you know, say, um, Laura, you have this ability to bridge the gap between maybe the quantum world of physics and energy and science to the to just regular people like me, I'm a regular person. Um, you know, I didn't go to some Ivy League school, and I don't have all these degrees. And I I really learned how to work through and traverse um, again a very uh, challenging childhood and life, and figure out what is the navigation system, i.e. the science is how I look at it, behind living an empowered life. And we started gathering information and whether we were meditating in Tai Chi, you know, classes, whether we were reading, you know, other leaders' um, perspective and journeys into what an empowered life looked like, what was it to raise our consciousness, to tap into other abilities past the five senses? We just really, for some reason, my brother and I came into this world with this um, exploration needing to be uh, discovered. And for me, um, the way I wrote the book 
um, a side note, you know, people have asked, how come you didn't put a lot of personal story behind the book? And this is one of the reasons. I wanted it to be the reader, um, their, their story, their journey, and understand that science doesn't necessarily mean what we think it means. It could be an algorithm. It could be a blueprint. It could be a re-engineered way of thinking about themselves and their life. And this book was just written to help bring that, um, I think, more alive and, again, maybe more into an awakened state. So for me, empowerment is um, taking, again, systems, algorithms, data, or research, but on a personal level and moving that into a very unique blueprint of what works for the individual and how they can always be up-leveling the way they think, the way they're interact bonding, and just always moving towards a higher ground. And I'll use that as a metaphor, but always moving the mind, the body, the consciousness, the cells, the physiology, the biology, how to keep connecting it all and moving it through this um, experience of, of becoming an empowered individual. And that's not a selfish journey and it's not I'm better or up higher than you it really truly is this beautiful um, experience of knowing self and when you genuinely tune into that you then realize how deeply profoundly connected we truly all are and I don't mean that as a cliche I really truly um, you start to realize that um, wow we really are one. And I totally believe that. And also what's important is that we underestimate, underestimate ourselves so much because we do, even if people are doubting themselves or think or comparing themselves to, to someone else, we all have that ability, that potential to go beyond our limitations and to really open up and embrace our abilities that I believe are limitless, and I talk about that and also write about that, and I think that's, that's so important. So what, what do you consider self-evolution? Hmm. Yes, again, it's always going to come back to this. Living your highest and best self, looking at Everything around you. So, of course, our family is um, a great example of the closest aspects of ourselves that either are soaring in a positive way or certainly are anchoring us in a negative way. And then a little bit of that in-between and that neutrality. Um, I really just feel that in order to be a self-evolved human being, you have to allow yourself to tap in to your greatest potential and where there are blocks or obstacles when you know that they are only in place to challenge you to move through them. This is what begins to evolve the way that we think. You really can move away from pattern thinking to a positive, intelligent thinking human being. We can move away from the, I would say, again, that, that tethered, energetic, 
feeling from childhood and all of what we went through and how that becomes this silent right navigation system with how we move through present time we can begin to dissolve that and release it and understand that it all of this was in place to to the position of evolution and whether we do that through art through music through writing through um, a passion through um, the way we are within our family dynamics our work environment it really doesn't matter Wherever we can find that open pathway to living an evolved, aware existence, this is what really connects self to the whole collective. Beautiful. And you know what? We have to be awakened to do that. We have to really decide that we have that ability, even if we've doubted it before, that we can. Oftentimes we're given interests or passions or things that we're good at and and I always believe that that there's no mistake in that that it's so important to be able to pursue those interests those passions those gifts that we have and to see where they lead because again they can lead beyond what we've ever dreamed possible so we're living in a very interesting time in humanity mm-hmm. and you and I believe, I believe you believe that we're here to serve in so many different ways. What do we, as not just you and I, but what do we collectively, humanity, need to do to really upscale and really shift the human condition? And when I say human, I also mean humane because, you know, we have to embrace everything on this planet and beyond. Yes, again, it it comes down to this, uh, I think, self-reflective nature. And many of us don't quiet the mind or settle the body away from the patterns of the day-to-day grind to be able to really search within why is this happening? What has happened? You know, I've lived in a certain timeline where I remember going to bed at night and we kept our front door open for the breeze to come into the home. Our windows and some of them ground level. There wasn't a lot of fear um, around what could happen out there. Um, And that's really shifted. And I think that if an individual begins to look again at self and then maybe start with family. So whether, you know, whatever type of partnership, whatever type of family dynamics, how do I add value in this particular uh, structure? So between man and woman, woman and woman, man and man, stepchildren, adopted, we have such a beautiful, colorful way that family, you know, really is represented in this day and age. How do we bring culture into our family? How do we present appropriate boundaries? How do we express 
spirituality or religion? How do we allow for expansion and creativity? And then how do we do this in a manner that also serves outside of our home? Then we can go into our neighbors or our school systems or where we worship, our police departments, um, you know, our community centers, however, you know, our neighborhoods are uh, formed. Now we start to not only teach ourselves, but our partners and our children how to be in this world differently. We teach them that how we think, how we feel, how we engage right here together, we represent that when we step outside of our said, you know, home life. And what is it that we're bringing out? What are we representing about, again, ourselves, the way we think, the way we feel about life, about Mother Earth, about the stars, the galaxies, about, you know, ancient information, new sciences, like all of this beautiful alchemy of intelligence and emotional intelligence that's available to us. What's going on that we have lost the connection to that ability to reflect deeper and to explore further than the chaos that is our present state of being? Certain minds, you know, think differently. But I know I talk to my children and my husband about this. It's what I talk about around the world. It's what's going on and why is it happening at this exact moment? And what do you think is our accountability into this collective experience? And what can we do as individuals, as a family, or as someone out in the world in a leadership position? How can we start to recalibrate this pattern that is certainly showing itself to be more destructive than advancing? You know, I think what's really important is firstly to recognize that we're not just here by ourselves, that it's not just about our egos or there's something more, and we have to be able to embrace that we're part of a community, that we're part of whether it's a, a, a global community, a universal community, and that there's more than just who we are and be, move beyond that small-mindedness to what would I want other people to do? How would I want other people to be? How would I want people to treat me? Am I doing that for other people in the world, not just for my family or myself? Am I reaching out in a way of compassion, of love, of caring? Am I... And I'm not, again, I'm not just talking about people. I mean, I, I, I see what people are doing to animals and, and how, you know, how the world really needs to be shifted in terms of embracing a sense of true community. So what does that mean? What does that mean and how do we get there? And, and it's so important for people to look beyond themselves and see what's possible. Yes, it's beautiful to look within, but to be able to create a wonderful global community of love and support and caring and and go beyond our small-mindedness, we have to be able to do that and think outside of ourselves for a minute. And I, I think that's really important. So I am very excited because this J3... Equal E, equals E, that's a formula 
that dissolves negative patterns that we have, and we all have had them or still have them, and it's important to be able to firstly, I believe, see what they are. You have to really look within and evaluate what's going on without so much personal judgment and feeling badly about yourself. So I think that's important. So can you, Laura, share a little bit about the formula yes, and what it absolutely. means? absolutely. Yes, yes. And I love this formula. Um, it's not just because my brother created this. It is such a beautiful, simplistic, applicable formula. Um, and a very quick story, at our neuromuscular training facility here in Connecticut, we have, um, I would say the youngest age is about five that comes in, and all the way up um, to 75, uh, where we train mind, body, consciousness, uh, connectivity through really great exercise and neuromuscular training. And we have these two sisters uh, that are on their way uh, to being very cool uh, gymnasts out in the world. And when they were very young, they would come in, and they always heard my brother and I talking about this book and the science and empowerment and all of these you know, principles and laws and power quotes. And they were just so intrigued at such a young age. And they started to ask me, what are you talking about? And, and what, what does it do? Like, what does it mean? And I started working the formula with them. And my brother already had been doing this, as he does with every client. But I started coaching in on this training facility. And I started really wanting to see how will this formula work on everyday people. So not just athletic thinking people, right? Athletes who are already primed for success. They're already disciplined in that behavior of study of the mind body and how they move through, you know, they have to get certain grades to play on the team, et cetera. I wanted to know everyday people like myself, how would this work? How would this change the dynamics between my husband and myself, my kids? How could I raise, you know, more aware uh, young people in, you know, this day of uh, social media? And so I started to apply the formula. And the formula consists of five principles and the awareness to the quantum field of negative and positive energies. And what I always say to everyone is if you don't, know what quantum physics is or quantum science or quantum entanglement. You don't even understand that, that you just don't need to know. We all know what happy and sad is, negative and positive. That's it. And then we put neutral in this formula because most of us need a place within our mind and within our physicality to take a breath and sometimes a step back from a negative situation so we can neutralize the pattern. So when you apply these five principles, and they are awareness, willingness, accountability, critical thinking, and energy. And whenever you're moving through a challenging time, if you just take a moment and you just ask yourself, in this moment, what am I aware of? Well, we've had this argument a hundred times before. What am I willing to do about it? I am willing to change the pattern. And I'm just going through this very quickly. 
What am I accountable for? I contribute to the patterns. I stay in this argument. I'm saying the same thing that you're saying, so we're just in a repeat. Critical thinking, this is, I love this principle. This is where we take the emotional charge out of the present moment and we begin to think with positive intelligence, which is the formula and the awareness to the energy. So now critical thinking brings us back to, I am aware I'm in a pattern. I am aware this is an algorithm of behavior. This is a habit based on most likely something that happened a long time ago. And I carry the imprint of reaction within me in almost every experience. Now I get to choose energy. This is where you are in the power seat of choice. I know there's negative, positive, and neutral. That's it. Which one am I in this given moment? If I'm activating the pattern, if I'm engaging in the behavior, if I'm repeating right that habit, I am in a negative state of being. I can neutralize it by physically walking away from the argument or the said experience. I can use language. I can bring comfort and resolve, and I can soften the other person's resistance because when one changes, it activates either a hard stop in change or a welcoming for them to also change. And now I can begin to neutralize this pattern. And as we grow and advance in between these old ways of being and accepting our new potential, our newfound knowledge experience, right, gathering this information, creating new skill sets, adhering to new principles, applying this formula, now we get to move into the positive realm of existence. And it's really that simple. And these two sisters that come in, and one of them, Brooklyn, and she knows I talk about her, she'll come in to train. And they're young, they're under 10, and we can see on her face immediately. And I'll say to her, what state of frequency, what mindset, or what are you choosing? And she knows, and she'll say, I'm negative. It's negative Bob. That's who she's named her negative state of being. She's nine years old. And I will say, okay, you are in the power seat. You are an empowered young human being. You have the skills. What are you going to choose right now? And she'll take a walk. She'll go outside. She'll step into another area, and she'll come back. And she'll say, okay, Coach Laura, Coach Chris, I've neutralized myself, and I will leave here positive. And that's a nine-year-old kid. What's really important is that first level of self-awareness. And I think whether you're using the formula or just really recognizing that we have the ability to be self-aware and to really kind of see and and determine where are we. And at the moment is very important, as you said, because it changes, Laura, all the time. And what are we doing to contribute to if it's negative or positive? What are we doing that contributes to it or, or making it happen? And, and again, self-awareness and being able to know that we have the ability, if we choose, and choice is very important in this, if we have the ability, the choice to shift that and to come to a different place because when we do, 
when we bring more calm or more ease or more love or whatever to a particular situation, an environment, an interaction, a relationship, like you said, Laura, it can also change the other person or the other people in terms of how they're reacting and responding. And so that that choice that we have really needs to be something that we look at no matter what kind of situation we're in. And you can do that, I believe, really quickly. You can have that level of discernment to make that choice, first see where you are, and to make a choice, do I want to continue this way? How can I shift it? And what do I need to do to make that happen and create, you know, we're going back to creating more of a loving, caring, positive humanity that that it's elevated and it starts with ourselves it it does and that's not from an ego place yes yes no and that's the beauty of the second principle willingness because once we do step in to the observation at the least of awareness and then we choose to be in a state of awareness now it really does come down to what am i willing to do right do i stay and i engage or do i begin to actually recalibrate the pattern and this is really what leads to the equals e an empowered life when you are aware and then you become willing and you do take some accountability through intelligence and you choose neutral to positive energy, you absolutely live an empowered life. I'm a testament to this. I live this formula every day of my life in almost every moment, really, because my mind is just trained that way. And I work this with, whether it's a client or just a friend or someone I've met. I just came back from, I was in Europe for three weeks, and I shared this and worked this in conversations. Um, It was amazing. And people really felt that they could tap into that. And it wasn't this overwhelming, um, you know, formula and this overwhelming program or this, um, you know, very arduous path to become an enlightened or empowered or kinder or more compassionate. In, in that moment, they were like, wow, I could choose to respond differently rather than react. And there's, you know, that even in those two fields are negative, positive, neutral choices as well. You know, it's really important. That choice is very, very important to be able to recognize that we have that choice every moment. We really do. So, Laura, we are running out of time. Tell our listeners how they can get a hold of this book, The Science. Yes, The Science of, of Empowerment. Uh, the yes, Science of Empowerment, and you. Yes, so thank you so much. So the website, www.thescienceofempowerment.com, it has a wealth of information. Even if you don't buy the book, even if we don't ever meet or coach, please go on there. You will gain insight and a sense of your own place in this world. So it's free, and it just gives a lot for those who are maybe just beginning on a pathway of self-awareness and 
how they want to be in servitude to the the global family that uh, we're all a part of. Um, Certainly go to Amazon, Laura Brennan Ballet, The Science of Empowerment. We are live on Amazon. We used to sell only on the website, but we're out in the world now. It's international, and it's absolutely having phenomenal transformational impact on my readership. And on my website, there is a place to email me, and I have people that email me from all over the world. I am here. I will help. I will give my time, my energy, my processes, certainly um, anything I can do to co-create, collaborate, and be a part of anyone's movement to create a healthier, kinder, more compassionate, aware world, I am there. So thank you for this opportunity to share the science of empowerment. I speak all over the world on virtual stages. Speaking engagements are now coming in. Events will be happening. Um, And I coach one-on-one as well as group coaching. So if somebody uh, feels aligned with wanting to explore what a self evolution lifestyle looks like what an empowered mindset can be how tapping into your personal experience of higher potential then um, i would love to be in support of that beautiful thank you so much laura thank you for all you do and have a beautiful empowered day thank you and you as well thank you so much so think about what laura Said because again, you have the ability to empower yourself and to shift your thinking, your actions, your how you are in the world, and it begins with a sense of awareness. And take a look at this book, The Science of Empowerment. It's really beautifully written and it's really wonderful. And we have a choice, and that's very important. We have a choice as to how we move through our world, our interactions, our life, and even our relationship with ourselves. So take a look at that and make a choice, make a decision today. Take one act today to empower yourself, to power yourself, to power your life, even if it's just one small step in that direction that's really important. Wishing you a beautiful, wonderful day. Remember, we're part of more than just ourselves. We're part of a global community. And our actions, even if they seem small, really contribute to that in so many ways. So have a wonderful day. Take those empowered steps in your life. And thank you for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit DocWhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.